sin. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory I had um, in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me, I have given to them and they have received them and know, the truth, know in truth that I came from you and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf I'm not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those to whom you gave me, because they are them. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. Gospel of the Lord. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed Ascension. Sunday. Ascension was last week, of course, where we celebrate, as we do today, as we heard in our first reading, Jesus' ascension. The question, of course, comes up is, did he really leave? Or where did he go? The disciples stand there watching Jesus as he swept up into heaven. But we have to remember what Jesus promise last week as he was kind of giving the disciples a farewell. He promised, I will not leave you as orphans, and yet now he has left. So wait a minute, what's going on? Jesus, in the prayer today, which is called the high priestly prayer, one, you got the second person of the Trinity talking to the first person, so if it was a little hard to understand, well, you know, it's God talking to God, kind of. But Jesus says, I'm no longer in the world, but they are in the world. That's right, Jesus, we are still in the world, we know that. And then Jesus says, I'm coming to you, speaking to the Father. So yes, Ascension Sunday, Ascension completes the resurrection. It's all of one event, Jesus' life, death, resurrection, and ascension. So it's essential. Jesus goes to the right hand of God, as we say in the creed, although we know from the Old Testament that the right hand of God is not a place, but the power of God, just like God is in with and under everything, and we live and move and have our being in him, so too with Jesus. Maybe that might make it not so hard for Jesus to still be here. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. The disciples are staring into heaven, looking at where Jesus went. And of course, the messengers of God say, stop looking up. He'll come again that way. And then they say, but you are going to be my witnesses. 
my witnesses to Jerusalem and the ends of the earth. Guess what, SLC? That's you. That's you. The word for witness. Here, we can bring that up. Martyr is the root um, for martyrdom as later as those who are witnesses often were killed for their faith. But this is where it comes from. But it simply means to witness, to give testimony either about facts or about truth. That's you, SLC. I remember in high school, I was pretty successful as I got older in football and baseball, but my basketball skills started to decline about junior year. But I just made the varsity basketball team just barely. First time I almost got cut. I was freaking out. But I made the team, and I sat the bench the whole season. <laughs> Except in a playoff game, because so many people had gotten in foul trouble, the coach looked down and said, Crabtree, you're in. I did a double take. I hadn't played but maybe two games all year. But I shot up with all the adrenaline and I fouled out in like three minutes. <laughs> SLC, don't stand up in the, looking into heaven. Don't sit on the bench anymore. Jesus has come to us and said, you're in the game. Yes, I know there's been COVID. Yes, I know there's horrible things going on in the world. Yes, I know you're busy with all kinds of other priorities. I talked to someone recently, and they were, they, I met them, you know, out in the world there, out in, I won't say where, and we ran into each other, and immediately their countenance fell. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, but they hadn't been here in forever. And they started giving me a list of all the reasons, and I'm like, hey, how you doing? It's okay, you know. But yes, SLC, you got to make some priorities. And it's tough. And I'm not going to stand in judgment, but it's tough. But bottom line, Jesus says, you know, here, I'm here for you. The commandment, you remember the Sabbath day, Luther said what that means for us is that we do not neglect the preaching of God's word. Are we neglecting the preaching of God's word? Have we slipped into complacency? Well, not you guys. You're here. What am I talking to? I don't know. <laughs> but it is time to get off the bench and enter the mission field. Did you know that our worshiping right now, our God's Work Our Hands event, the hearty meals and the quilting and the Bible studies and the serving... And um, this place, this amazing, beautiful campus, and I could go on and on. It's all about witnessing to Jesus. Did you know that? <laughs> I hope so. That's why we exist. It's to witness to what God has done in Jesus Christ. But it's here we have to just be honest and say there's obviously a big disconnect between the church and the world and our culture. In fact... Um, this week somebody sent me a link to an NPR story that they had heard that was entitled basically the, the importance of religion and 
American people's lives continues to decrease. It was based on a, a study done by the um, uh, publicity, um, public, no, pub, public religious um, research institute. We can put up a few of the results here. I know you can't see that very well, but that's okay. But bottom line, um, green is 2022, blue is 2013. Um, and the question was, religion is the most important thing in my life. And you can see it's dropped in just about every category we could do. And I only put up a few categories, but in all Americans, it's dropped four percentage points, which is maybe not horrible, except let's keep going. We could go to the Gallup poll from a few years ago that said that 70% of all Americans back around uh, 80s um, were members of a church. And now we're at 47%. There's a disconnect, isn't there, amongst some. Why? Well, we go to the next slide. Um, this is another example of the same thing. We'll go one more, Katie. Of the people who have switched or stopped attending, this was interesting in the newer study, 56%, and again, I know you can't read them all, and that's fine, but 56%, that blue section on the far left, is that they no longer believe the teachings of their religious institution. That's why they left. That's, that's interesting, isn't it? Now, there's all kinds of reasons for that. I think we have one more. All kinds of reason um, that people have decreased. Um, what we're actually maybe finding out is that it's not the committed core that have left, but it's the people, like in this result, who attend a few times a year or so. And that's where the big drop has come. So where some people, I'm a member of a church, but I don't, I'm not that involved. It seems like it's those folks that were struggling with the most. But it doesn't matter. Beliefs aside, and you can go back to the sermon title slide, Katie. Um, beliefs aside for a minute, um, what is happening with this disconnect? Clearly what people are expecting from the church, they are not getting. Is the church the problem? Is it people's expectations that are the problem? The church, according to our Lord, has been given the authority to bind and loose sins, in particular to loose them. The church is a witness. You, SLC, is a witness to what God has done in Jesus Christ. That is what we're about. But of course, people question all kinds of things today, as maybe they should. What are those beliefs that people no longer believe in from their previous institution. I mean, it would have been nice to dig down on that question. It's pretty vague. What beliefs, I wanted to ask. Is it because the church doesn't <coughs> champion their social causes that they believe are important? Or it champions some things that they don't think is important or that they think is wrong? All of these things may be the case. The church is to this or the church is to that. And let me tell you, I got my list. 
I grew up in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and as I looked at the New Testament, I could not, ha- I could not deal, you know, <laughs> with the fact that women are so limited in being able to pro- use their spiritual gifts like men are. And I happen to know there are a lot of really wonderful preachers who are women. <laughs> We've had one here, right? And so I had to leave, but I heard the gospel there. I mean, there were things that didn't fit for me, but I, let me tell you, I grew up here in the forgiveness of sins and the resurrection from the dead and the life to come. I heard the good news. It went into my ears and into my heart, and it's still a part of why I keep believing this day, even though it didn't quite fit. But a lot of people, when they it doesn't quite fit, they start getting alienated. They start pulling away because, well, the church doesn't champion what I want it to champion or the church champions something I don't want it to champion. But is, it, is that the problem? See, maybe it's people's expectations. They think they need something that they're not really getting, but actually, if we look at what Jesus has just told us, what the messengers told the disciples as they're gazing up in the heaven. What we really are to do is to be witnesses. What people need is to hear the gospel. Hear what God has done in Jesus Christ. You're hearing that right now. And look at the verbs. Jesus has guarded us. And then he's manifested God's name. He's given us this good news, the gospel. These are the verbs and the prayer. Um, He's keeping us in his word, and we have received and we've believed. Notice belief and receive go together. Belief is actually a passive thing, if you didn't know that. Um, That sounds horrible, because no, my belief is active. No, yes, your fruit of the Spirit is active, but your belief is a gift, and so you receive it. And then now Jesus is guarding us in his word. You see, that's what the church is giving. That's what you really need. That's what all the people need, is they need to hear God's forgiveness, grace, and love every Sunday, every day. Some people evidently, man, it's like, you know, when I go and have an awesome filet mignon with some asparagus on the side and a really nice cab with that, I mean, you know, yeah, once I've had it once in my life, I don't ever have to taste that again. I've had it. That's good. Hey, listen, if it wasn't bad for my heart, I'd have it every day. So I'll have some great fish, too, or something. I don't know. Good salad. How many people think, I got the gospel once. I heard it a long time ago. I know that. Baloney. And to all those listening and might listen, or maybe you'll forward this sermon on to the people in your household, to the people that you know that think they're fine not being in corporate worship, not tuning into God's word. And I know some people can't for health reasons. I'm not talking to them. You know, we, we need to eat. We need to hear the word preached and proclaimed every Sunday, every day. That's what we need. Maybe not what you're expecting, but that's what you need. Did Jesus really leave? Well, of course, but not really. He's here, not just as a memory. And we do that. We certainly remember all he did. But the Holy Spirit, he promised us, he promised the Holy Spirit will bring him to us 
Every time his word is preached and proclaimed, every time you hear you are forgiven in the name of Christ Jesus, every time you hear his promise of love and grace and mercy, he is here, not just in memory, but he's really here in that bread and wine, in this preached word, in our community together. Why do we exist? The messengers told us, you will be my witnesses. You are my witnesses. Hey, SLC, you're in. Amen.